Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Business with the Stars. My name is Najma and in today's episode we are going to have our ninth book review, The Proximity Principle by Ken Cogman. So thank you all so much for joining me today for our brand new episode of Business with the Stars, our first episode of the week, the last week of April. I really hope that you guys had an amazing weekend and you're ready to start the week. So... This book uh, is the book that I've been wanting to do for quite some time now, and I'm really happy that uh, it is part of one of our book reviews that we are doing. And this is one of those books as well, like I mentioned on the last book review that we did, that definitely I would love to read again in a year's time to see what I would have applied even in my own uh, business and in my own life. So a quick intro about uh, the book itself and the author. So the Proximity Principle was published in 2019, so two years ago, and it was published by Ramsey Solutions. So Ken Coleman is actually uh, a career coach who actually works for Dave Ramsey. So he's part of the what we call Ramsey personalities. And um, similarly to a lot of people actually working for Dave Ramsey, Uh, The book was actually published by his publishing company. So the book is actually quite accessible in terms of reading. It's only four hours in audiobook. So I presume that if you're actually going to buy it, it will take you less than a week to read it. And I really love the way it was structured. I really love the examples. Uh, You guys know if you've been listening to me uh, for quite some time now that this is something that I really appreciate in books is when you have very strong, concrete examples because they really help you understanding the concept. So definitely this is something that Ken Coleman did really well in this book is that it was not only well structured with his three parts, but also each different parts um, had very good examples that at least I think are very easy to understand and to relate to. So uh, what is the book about? The Proximity Principle is a very simple book about career and how to leverage anything that is actually near you, so proximity, to actually achieve your goal. So he started by explaining why he actually wrote this book. So obviously this was also even to him a personal story because he's always wanted to become, um, he had always wanted to become a, um, a, 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 a host of a show. So he wanted to have his own talk show from a very young age and he didn't really know what to do. And similarly to a lot of people, he ended up uh, getting married, working on you know, a regular job, but he wasn't really happy with what he was doing because he really wanted to become um, again a host and having his own show. So not only that seemed at that time very complicated, but also you do need to have um, enough money to be able to feed your family even when you reach to that level. And that is something that I really appreciate about this book as well, is that these examples that he gives, he always start with himself first. 
And he talks about, obviously, a lot of people that have similar situations. 70% of employees are actually dissatisfied about their work. Um, And it doesn't mean that what they're doing is not good. Many actually are excellent employees, but they're just very much not fulfilled with what they're doing. And similarly to him wanting to become a broadcaster, uh, sometimes they either feel very much fearful about taking a step to actually do it or even confused on where to start. So that's really what the book is about. So the proximity principle is about what exactly do I have right now around me that can help me start whatever I want to do. So uh, the book is uh, in three parts. The first part is the people. The second part is the places. And the third part is the practices. And each part has five different sections. So uh, I really also like that because it was very easy to follow uh, and uh, very, very well structured in understanding also exactly what you need to do to apply this into your life. So let's start by uh, the first part, the people, uh, and we're going to go into the five types of people that he talks about right away. So most of you that um, are new to my podcast and for those of you that have been listening, you know that I talk about people quite often. Actually, there is not a single episode that I do where I do not mention that the people that you're going to be working with around you, even in your house, are really going to make your success because you can never make it on your own. And literally, that's how this part uh, opens and that's how he introduced the people part. So it's not what you know, but it's who you know. And finding people to help you is going to be not only crucial, but something that you can never avoid on your journey uh, to whatever you're trying to accomplish. So developing real relationships with real people. So who are these people that he's talking about that are going to help you? So there are five types of people that this part uh, of the book talks about. The first types of people are the professors, then the professionals, then the mentors, then the peers, and the last part, uh, the last type of people are the producers. So um, I really loved how each and every single type of people that he mentioned here actually has a specific function, which is, you can say, very much logical, obviously, um, but it's not that easy to comprehend because sometimes you can tell, well, uh, maybe some of them can actually be those multiple functions, but uh, they won't help you achieve your goal. Like you can think, for instance, um, when I first read it, I was in my mind asking what exactly is a producer? Because if I'm not into a music industry, what exactly does it mean? A uh, mentor, but a mentor can also be a professor. So this part really explains very, very well what these five people are actually very distinct and they have very specific function um, that are necessary uh, to help you with your growth. So professors uh, obviously are going to learn, to help you to learn. So whatever you're trying to achieve, um, he starts actually by saying that you really, really need to develop a very strong passion for learning because a teacher is going to be there to help you push for your growth. 
So it's very important, obviously, in order for you to find that professor to even understand what you're trying to achieve and what you want to learn. So reach out to many people and try to find someone also that have the same kind um, of teaching that you really like and that will help you a lot is really going to play a big role because you do not want to waste your time and you should never stop learning either way again nowadays we are very lucky that we have so many different platforms and access to knowledge that you can learn a lot of different things but this is about connection remember that being on Uh, social media or even on YouTube learning and watching a video is never going to be the same that physically going to meet these people because what really you are trying to do here is getting out there to actually find a job and a career that you really like. So this is something where uh, you absolutely need these five people to be actual real people that you talk to. And on the professor section, uh, he talked a lot also about sharing your knowledge. So obviously, the more you're going to learn, the more you're going to be very much knowledgeable. And it's very important to understand also how um, to share that knowledge in your own way, in your own words, because that will be the best way to actually show uh, that you understood what you learned and you're applying it um, Uh, with your own experience that is going to help someone else. So that was the first uh, part of the five types of people. The second part are, um, so is the professionals. So the professionals um, are the second types of people that he talks about. So uh, what I really loved about the part of the professionals is that he mentioned something that obviously I have seen already a lot uh, by doing this job and I have learned so much about the last two years is that there is nothing really that you are going to invent. So it's very important to be with people that you actually want to imitate because that's something that definitely uh, you are going to do. All geniuses will steal ideas. Um, anyone that is trying to be you um, is, is actually going to help you even grow. Or if you try to be them, it will also teach you a lot of things about you. So um, imitating and stealing ideas is not something that is actually bad. And is also not something that is actually fully possible because whatever you're going to learn, you are going to develop it with your own methods and with your own personality. So it's very important when you look at the professionals that you're going to reach out to and want to connect with to ask yourself, are these people really people that I respect? And are these people really people that I actually want in my life to imitate? So here we're not only talking even about the profession or the career, but sometimes you can even talk about the lifestyle and the values. So this is something definitely that I can relate because you have a lot of different consultants, for example, out there that I would never want to be like. I would never want to be associated with them and I would never want to even steal ideas or even imitate them. Um simply because sometimes I found them too aggressive or they're simply not something that I think is the way of doing uh, this job, at least in my opinion. So again, not every professional will be good for you and understanding yourself is really going to play a major role in all of these type of people, by the way, uh, because these are going to be your own choices. So they will reflect a lot who you are. Then... 
mentors. So mentors um, was actually uh, an amazing chapter because I know that since the beginning of this year, this is something that I've been thinking a lot about is how to actually find a mentor for myself. And I was really happy that he mentioned it here because um, the main difference between having a professor, a professional and a mentor is that a mentor really is there to guide and help you, but really care also about what you're doing. So he wants to really understand you. He wants to really make sure that whatever you do is going to make you feel fulfilled and accomplished. And you're never too successful to actually not need a mentor. So he mentioned multiple people again here, Steve Jobs, Gates, um, a lot of different people that have never stopped having mentors. And I know that to me, this is something like, like I said, that I've started already making notes because I really want to have a mentor to understand um, what kind of different project that I'm doing, what I can I do differently. Uh, and just having someone, you know, I mean, not only to talk to that I understand, but really can guide me. So this definitely uh, was my favorite of all the five types of people um, because I know for sure that the relationship you have with the mentor is never going to be the same um, that you're going to have with a professional or with a professor. Then the second to last is peers. So peers are going to be the people that are just going to be around you. So your friends, your family, your environment. And here again, to keep it very short, is about having people that are making you better. So not people that are always positive for no reasons, but really people that are not afraid to tell you the truth. And like he says, the truth hurts, but it will push you to be better. So always demand for the people around you to also perform very, very high. And that was really an amazing statement because obviously no one is going to help you be better if they're not getting better themselves. So when you have people around that are actually doing things, that are actually growing, that are actually moving forward, that actually are very... Um, yeah, fully in, in determination of whatever they want to do, then they will definitely be in a situation to help you as well, simply because they're doing that for themselves. So this is something that I really, really love because obviously the more you will get into this and the more you realize that your peers or your friends will actually change if they are not changing themselves to actually be at your level. And I mean, there's so much that I can say in this because personally I have lived this situation where you have friends and then at certain point there's nothing really to share because they are not uh, moving forward the way you are simply because maybe that's also not something that they want to. Um, but also as well, because they haven't figured out too. So, I mean, you really have to be careful of the people uh, that are in your life because they will really play a major role again on your growth and your reach to success. And then the last type of people that he talked about, uh, which is again my second favorite after the mentors, um, are the producers. So the producers are really a type of people that I had never really thought about this way. And that's why I was really, really happy about this chapter. So what he calls producers 
are actually people that are building businesses. And as um, logical as it can be, he's really talking about entrepreneurs and he's really talking about people that are doing things. And he's saying you really want to be around producers and people that are actually creating jobs and creating opportunities because eventually you are going to need help in actually winning an opportunity. So when you are around people that own businesses, that are already successful in managing teams, that are already successful in whatever they're doing, that are creating opportunities for themselves, then definitely these people are going to help you win because they are already helping people win in general. So determination, again, we talked about that on Friday, is exactly what you want to see in producers because they are the one really making or breaking whatever that is happening in an industry and they are the one building again opportunities and jobs and businesses in general. So you really want to have in your life producers because once you have learned from the professors, once you have... Um, find the professional that you want to imitate once you have found the mentors to actually care and help you and guide you and uh, you have the relationships and the peers around you do want to apply this somewhere and actually have the opportunity to make it and here actually Ken Coleman talks about this when he talks about Dave Ramsey because Dave Ramsey is a producer he's someone who has his company he's someone who has tons of people that he's hiring and working for him. So when actually Ken Coleman managed to uh, make it through the different connection and finally wanted to have a real, uh, a real job and having his own show, he had already positioned himself for Dave Ramsey to actually see him and give him the right opportunity to actually own his own show, uh, which is the case today. So this was an amazing way as well, because really in everything that you're doing, do not forget to also be around people and create opportunities where people are going to see you and hire you and want to collaborate with you. So this is our first part, the people. And just as a quick recap, this first part had five types of people, the professors, the professionals, the mentors, the peers, and the producers. And again, just in my opinion, the best chapters were the mentors and the producers. So now let's move on to the second part. So part two is about places. And again, here, similarly to the first one, he has five different places that will help you prepare for your success. So work ethic, again, um, is always something that you're going to need because it will take time and effort to actually make it work. So you have to remember that every time that you're going to make a step, every time that you're going to climb uh, towards whatever you're trying to achieve, you are going to need to adjust and you are going to prepare again for the next step because everything after that is going to be new. So this was an amazing chapter and part that I really loved. And the places are really places, obviously, that are going to be extremely crucial for every single step. So the first place is the place where you are, the proximity principle. The second is the place to learn. The third is a place to practice. The fourth is a place to perform. And the fifth is a place to grow. 
So uh, my favorite in all of these five was the place where you are. And I am going obviously to go through all the five of them, but I am going to spend a little bit more time on the first one, which is the place where you are. So the place where you are is going to do everything and actually uh, set the tone for everything else that is going to continue. So where to learn, where to practice, where to perform and where to grow. So the place where you are today is the place where you should start. And he starts this chapter by saying, never leave a stone unturned. So you have to make sure that every single opportunity that is where you are is actually, um, uh, you actually try to um, um, understand the opportunities, let's say, and make sure that you are touching them by contacting people and making sure that all of them are actually things that uh, you have tried uh, to actually be part of. Uh, hopefully I explained that well. So really leave no stone unturned. So he, he talked about multiple examples here and uh, I, I've only taken note of the one that I really found uh, extremely interesting and it was about um, the law of the zip code. And what he's talking about here is that everything that you need is within your reach already. So you have to make sure that while you're learning more and while you're doing more, you are not actually... Um, at, I would say what he wanted to, to say here is about also the money that you're going to spend because one of the examples that he gave was about someone that wanted to be a video producer and he did not live in California, he lived in Charlotte and to him, his name was Brad. Um, he thought that when he was in Charlotte, he had no way of actually becoming a video producer because he actually needed to move into California. And in his mind, it was completely impossible because he would have to not only quit his job, but asking his wife to find a new job in California and move the kids for an opportunity that he did not have yet. So he said, but actually starting to look in Charlotte about production studios, he actually realized that Charlotte has more than hundreds of them. And he managed to actually find a job there and start working towards his goal. And when he realized that, he actually applied and got an internship and he learned so much that he actually ended up finding a job in California, but at least he already had the experience to move to California with his family without actually taking a lot of risk. So this is what he meant by leave no stone unturned because everywhere that you go, which he calls uh, the law of the, of the zip code, everywhere that you are right now, everything that you need is already within your reach. So even video producer or production company, they don't have to always, be, they, don't, they, don't, they are not anyway in one single place. You have them everywhere. So whatever you're trying to do, do your research, make a list of it and try to find any kind of position that you can that actually will, will get you started and actually find a way to even learn about the industry and learn about what you're trying to do before spending money and before putting yourself at risk or even your family at risk so by far like i said this was my favorite chapter of the places so the place where you are because even to me 
Uh, this is exactly how I started. When I was in Dubai, I really wanted to move to the US and I had no clue exactly as a consultant what I was going to provide as a service. And I had never had a client before. I had never even had someone in front of me to actually tell me a challenge that they had in a company and for me to be able to provide a solution. So what I did is that in Dubai itself, I went and reached out to many other people and I found a place that actually were willing to take different entrepreneurs to help other people with financials. So when it comes to um, understanding accountancy, understanding financials, understanding financial statements, understanding revenue and understanding sales. And I learned so much by talking to these people because they even uh, taught me uh, how to ask questions differently. Because when you have never done actually this job, you have no clue how to even start a conversation with someone that would come to you and actually has a company. So uh, today, obviously, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really actually better because of multiple different situations. But definitely the law of the zip code is actually something that even without knowing that that was called that way, I mean, he actually invented that for his book. But I have tried that and I have done that before even opening my company uh, in the U.S. And actually the first opportunity that I had uh, in writing articles about consultancy and entrepreneurship was in entrepreneur.ae. And actually, if you Google my name, you will see even the picture is quite old. Um, and that was my first article that I posted. And it was back, I think now in 2018 or 2019. And I was very proud of myself. So really, I started exactly where I was by reaching out. And I actually found people where I was that actually needed me. So uh, the rest of the places, I'm going to go through them, but very briefly. So a place to learn, uh, again, like we just talked about uh, video production. He talked here about Quentin Tarantino um, that most of you know by now. And he said that when he started, he was really passionate about uh, videos and movies in general. So basically, he applied for a job in a video store and spend his time watching videos and taking notes. And that became actually the school. So this is also something that I really loved because in a place to learn, he really made sure to emphasize on the fact that he's not talking about universities. He's not talking about community colleges. He's actually talking about places where you learn. Now, places where you learn don't necessarily have to be traditional education places like a school. So that's why he started with talking about Tarantino because even a video store for him was the place to learn because where you want to learn will be your school. So if, for example, you want to learn about music, then definitely being in a band or whatever is going to be your school. So this also was an amazing chapter where he really talks about different places that you can learn where you are not going to actually spend money because you need actually to be living uh, while actually going through this whole process. So make sure that if a place, for example, uh, to learn is a place that can even hire you and bring some kind of income, then that would be amazing. He talked about participating in webinars. He, he talked about so many different examples um, that are outside, again, traditional 
additional uh, places like schools, I mean, real schools, uh, university, community colleges, etc., uh, where people actually can learn a lot because you learn where you want to learn. I mean, and when you want to actually, um, where you want to actually grow. So this also can apply to restaurants. Uh, I know that I talked about uh, home baking and home cooking, but if, for example, you ask to work in a bakery, then that's where you're going to learn and that's going to be a school. So this also was an amazing chapter place to learn because it really puts in perspective everything that we know about university and colleges. And for people, for example, that are listening um, to this book review that are parents, this can also be a good way to think about it because you really want to help your kids uh, focusing on what he wants in any kind of place that will actually help him. So the next chapter was a place to practice and the place to practice uh, is going to be where you can convert your education into execution. So here again, this part is about failure. So he's, take, he's talking about failure being essential part of the process. And if you're not practicing and if you're not doing and if you're not getting rejected, then definitely you don't have enough pressure and you're not doing a job and you're not doing the, the, the right job. So really make sure that you really practice as much as possible in order for you to make sure that when you get really hired for the job that you want, then you are going to get not only paid well, but be successful. And an amazing example that he talked about here are barbershops. So hairdressers, and he was saying that's something that most people don't know, but before letting anyone actually touching your head, they practice on mannequins. So he was saying that this is a very good example to learn to convert your education into execution because you can theoretically learn how to cut someone's hair, but unless you actually did it and someone is happy, then you are not uh, a hairdresser. So this is, again, something that I really loved because I have never thought about this, even though I knew it. I know that there are schools where, for example, you can go and it's not expensive because they, they practice, let's say, on your head. But I had never thought, actually, of the mannequins. So I really loved, again, this chapter because, again, coming back to very concrete examples, um, he gave ton of them in this chapter. Then the second to last is a place to perform, and I'm just going to combine it with a place to grow. So obviously, the place to perform and the place to grow are going to be very essential after you practice because you really want to be somewhere where you share the same value as people. And this is going to be, for me, an amazing way to, for example, talk about Microsoft is that Microsoft has never, uh, at least really towards the end, was not a place for me to grow anymore because some of the values, at least where I worked, um, which was in the Middle East, were completely opposite from what I really believed in. So if you really want to advance your career, make sure to also do a lot of research and actually make sure that you position your pl yourself in a place where you really see growth and you really see people that are sharing the same value as you and are really going to help you reach where you want to go. And again, a really good example that he gave here 
are people that want to to be professors in university or colleges. And he said, if you do enough research, you can even see and know if some professors are close to retirement and you can apply and wait two years for you to replace them. So I thought that this was very clever because I had never thought about it, but he talked also about uh, board members and directors. So if you know, for example, someone that is going to retire or leave or the position is going to become vacant in one year or two, then you can start applying and actually build yourself and going and taking over that place because you really share the same value. And he talks about that actually even um, talking about himself. So coming back to the Ramsey solution, um, where he said that he started actually his job in Atlanta and he moved to Nashville to work for Dave, for Dave Ramsey. And one of the things that he really liked about Dave Ramsey is really the work culture. And same for me, actually. I really love the culture and I really love how he actually um, not only treat people around, but really his conviction and the way he even advised clients. So this is something definitely that is going to be very, very important uh, where you're going to go and where you're going to position yourself because you really want to make sure that it's a place where you share the same values. And then our last part, so that was part number two. So just a quick recap before going to our last part. So the second part was the places. And we talked about the place where you are, a place to learn, a place to practice, a place to perform, and a place to grow. So the last part the, is going to be the practices. And here he started the intro by um, saying in life you should have no excuses at all and everything that you're going to want to do you can do it on your own and you can find the way to actually make the connection and keep practicing and he used Nike just do it to actually illustrate that so he said really nothing of what he talked about in the first part is actually easy, but you should never stop practicing. You should never stop actually every single day meeting people. You should never stop talking to people. You should never stop um, trying to find connections. And he says, uh, really try to find a way to also have a very strong proximity mindset when it comes to practices. Meaning, not only you should focus on the present, but you need to really embrace whatever role you have right now, accept that role and actually work it the hardest. So for example, if you are in a city right now where you have a role in your church, if you have a role in your community, if you have a role in helping others, if you have a role in a nonprofit, if you are already volunteering somewhere, make sure that you always already understand that where you are right now, if you are a parent, if you are any kind of role that you have today, focus on the present and embrace whatever you're supposed to do and do it extremely well. Make sure every day to help people in, all, in, all the, in the areas that they need help with and make sure to always maximize your role. And I really, really love this again because coming back to Microsoft, this is something that for sure I have exhausted. 
So when I was really looking for ways to move to the U.S. again and having promotions, I really made sure not only to embrace whatever role I had and do it fully, but I never hesitated to take any kind of experiences or opportunity that I was given to actually learn more. And that completely saved me. I left finance and I moved into sales. I left sales and I moved into uh, working with the vice president. And I did a lot of different roles that really helped me. And in the end, I was a controller. And it really, really helped me a lot in my job and what I'm doing right now in my own company. So even though certain things did not go well, I mean, not everything can be perfect. Obviously, you guys know that I love Microsoft and I'm very much grateful. But I have always been in a way to focus on the present, embrace whatever role I was given and working really, really hard. So that is it for our episode for today. Uh, again, if I had to rate this book, I will give it a five out of five. And just as a recap, the book review today, our ninth book review was The Proximity Principle by Ken Colmel. The book is in three parts, the people, the places and the practices. And the book talks about uh, not only career, but also uh, any kind of project or what you want to accomplish in your life and how to use really uh, a proximity mindset to be able to achieve that. So how to accept your situation, how to embrace your role, how to be grateful, how to focus on the present and how to make sure that the people around and the places where you want to learn are really going to be focused toward that and based on what you really want for your life. So thank you so, so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you and I appreciate your time. I hope that you'll find value in this nine book review. I wish you an amazing Monday and a beautiful week and I will talk to you again on Wednesday for our family episode. Thank you so much and bye.